All right. Hello, everyone. And thank you again for joining the Vendo Amazon and Walmart Growth Podcast. For those of you who are tuning in for the very first time, Vendo is a full service marketplace growth agency, and we manage over 250 brands on both Amazon and Walmart.com. Um, very, very exciting today in that we have Larney, the head of operations and inventory management on the call with us today. She is one of the original Vendo team members and she's never been on a podcast. So we got to um, make sure the viewership is up and excited to listen to Larney because she is one of my favorite team members at Vendo and she is just great overall. Larney, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself further. Yeah, no, thanks, Delaney, for the wonderful intro. Um, yes, I've been here for five years, but, um, you know, operations logistics is always an ongoing thing. Um, without, obviously, inventory, there is no sales. So I thought I'd make my debut. But there we go. Going. <laughs> and a perfect timing for this as we approach Black Friday, Cyber Monday, a huge um, season for almost all of our brands here coming up. But a little bit of a damper in the plans here in that there has been a shift in some of the restock limits that Amazon is allowing you to send in. So thought it was no better time to have Larnie on the call to walk us through some of our Vendo strategies to counteract what we're seeing on the restock limit side and just some best practices inventory wise to really prepare for shifts in these cuts to inventory that we're seeing across the board. So Larnie, do you wanna give our audience a little bit of a deeper dive into what we've been seeing over the past couple of weeks? Yes, yes. So as you've said, um, this is the second year in a row that Amazon has once again slashed stock capacity ahead of this holiday season. Um, it did begin in September, and we haven't seen a lightened load probably until the start of the new year. So um, just a few days ago, we had our November 2nd deadline to get all Black Friday, Cyber Monday inventory into Amazon FCs. But our next big deadline is now December 2nd for getting any holiday inventory into Amazon. Um, but because of these restock limitations, um, we've seen these cuts by up to 40, 60%. So we'll go over some best practices that we've been doing and will continue to be doing until the end of the year. Awesome. And then Larnie, as far as what you've been seeing across the board, does this seem like an issue for a lot of our brands? Is it pretty minimal? What has the impact been? Honestly, it's been straight across the board uh, in terms of impact. Um, one, one, a few ways to actually kind of help mitigate this with stock limitations um, is to send smaller shipment quantities more frequently. Um, I would say week over week, even day over day, um, stock limits have changed. And so in this sense, sending smaller shipment quantities more frequently would help mitigate um, at least uh, creating storage any kind of storage that you have, basically send in smaller shipments. So what I've noticed is allowing yourself um, a chance to review your hold catalog and strategize what inventory to send in. Um, some of the questions that I actually ask myself is, do I have top sellers? Um, you have hero items. Um, what advertising am I running? Do I have any marketing pushes that I'm factoring in when um, considering these smaller shipments? Once you have all these answers down, um, I would say send it to Amazon right away. While it's not the most cost effective, I'd say it's a temporary fix for just this holiday season. Yep, those are great pointers, Larnie, and I definitely echo what Larnie's saying. Of course, we have a ton of internal tools where we understand which items and which categories are going to see spikes in demand during the holiday period. Obviously, more giftable items, they might be a little bit more slower movers earlier on in the year, but for Q4, those are going to be some of your heavy hitters. So um, even though our previous forecasts and planning may indicate that our baseline inventory levels do not need to be as high, we need to adjust um, our multipliers up a bit based on what we're anticipating just in terms of the demand changes we're going to see in Q4. Um, I think that's great, Larnie. Can you expand on LTL shipments and using Amazon partnered carriers at this time as well? So honestly, I would say scratch it all together. Um, if you must send pallet shipments, I would say use your own carrier and scheduling your appointment with Amazon in the portal. 
um, it will avoid any kind of delays, um, at least going into this holiday season, because the pickup delays in terms of using Amazon's partnered carries up by 50%. So, you know, for example, let's say you set a pickup today, it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get it picked up today. It could get picked up um, next Monday, Tuesday, if that, in fact, even Friday. And so in that case, when you do use Amazon's partnered carrier, it can take an additional two weeks of receiving times, but you can actually slash that a little bit depending on using on your, your own carrier and um, get your product received in quicker. Might not be the fastest, but using your own carrier might be the better bet. Better bet. Exactly. So biggest takeaway, use your own carriers if you have to ship um, LTL. But of course, shipping those smaller shipments more frequently is going to be preferred just because Amazon's not only slashing these restock limits, they're also taking longer to pick up your shipments and also get them into Amazon. So two bigger delays on the inventory side and with Black Friday, Cyber Monday now in two weeks, um, so much we can do here just to make sure within these next two weeks, we are maximizing the inventory we have available via FBA which is a good segue, Larnie. So of course we have to be fully prepared to um, operate via FBM if we do not have FBA capacity available or if we run out of stock via FBA. So can you speak about some best practices on the FBM side as well? Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of FBA, even though you have the right stock levels currently, any push for something such as Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Prime Day, can push your FBA inventory to run out of stock. So because of this, you'll want to set up your hero items as FBM um, that will not only increase your chances of better and higher sales, but keep your momentum through the holidays. So you wanna make sure you'll talk to your clients about which SKUs to set up as FBM, um, set a separate meeting with their warehouse team to make sure they are ready to go and capable of doing this. And be sure to, of course, configure all your shipping settings on the back end to ensure they're all working properly, even doing test shipments just to make sure. Um, a popular trajectory to sync to Amazon is Shopify. So um, you'll want to make sure you'll sync all the orders through so that you can uh, fulfill on your warehouse end. But yes, definitely setting up FBM is number one priority. Great point. And then what we typically do internally is we also um, manage test buys for our brands just to make sure that the functionality syncs appropriately through Shopify, because the worst thing that can happen is now um, the functionality doesn't ship through. You receive a ton of FBM orders for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. You don't ship them on time. You don't have the valid tracking. Your account health suffers. Your account's deactivated. And then Throughout Q4, you're now speaking with Amazon to try to get your account unsuppressed um, so you're able to sell at all. So, of course, managing those guardrails and making sure that you have everything in place to operate via FBM successfully is a huge um, key there to success. And then we know from the management side um, that, of course, prime exclusive discounts are only available via FBA. So being FBM, you know that you have to strategically think about whether um, you would like to have coupons operating at this time. Maybe you're going to variate certain items um, that are FBM with other items that are FBA um, and will have prime exclusive discounts. So that way, at least they'll be part of the same variation and they'll have um, that cross um, that upsell experience and that cross sell experience already present on the PDP. So they'll see the coupon because we know it wouldn't have that Black Friday deal badge or that Cyber Monday deal badge if it were FBM only without that prime exclusive discount being present. So two things to think about there. Also, our recommendation is if you're going to sell through FBA um, and um, you're up against the Black Friday, Cyber Monday deadline, then maybe think about if you even want to run those prime exclusive discounts because your risk of running out of stock and the detriment that could happen to your account and to your sales more longer term into Q4 are going to be way worse um, than if you get those higher sales on that weekend 
Turkey Five is what Amazon calls it, of Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So it might not even make sense to continue running um, some of those deals. It might make sense to reserve that inventory, sell it at full price. We know December is still a huge period for all of these holiday brands as well. Preserve that inventory. Um, that way you can send in more inventory once the restock limits hopefully alleviate a little bit and you're no longer at that risk of um, running out of stock and crushing your ranking on Amazon. And then lastly, Amazon this year is also offering two different um, time limits for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So they have a Black Friday event that you can sign up for for prime exclusive discounts that runs from the 24th Thanksgiving Day through the 26th, which is um, the Small Business Saturday. And then they also have a Cyber Monday event which runs from that Small Business Saturday through Cyber Monday. So both three-day events. But again, um, strategically thinking through with your brands, maybe you don't want to participate in the full five-day event because obviously that will also um, lead to an increase in your sales probably, but also less inventory long-term due to the sell-through you anticipate to see during those times. So um, just a few tips from the strategy perspective as well. And then, of course, looking at maximum and minimum restocking, uh, Larnie, and how we're calculating that internally. Can you expand on that a bit, too? Yeah, absolutely. So what we've done for all of our clients is provide an inventory planning sheet where we calculate a minimum and maximum restock um, uh, uh, maximum re restock calculation in terms of um, what our best sellers are and the slow sellers. So. Um, it basically sets a range for your high and low stock settings. Um, it makes it extremely easy to know how much to order and by when. Um, it's also known as being an optimization technique used in most of uh, our warehouses. So any of your clients can, once you send over restock uh, recommendations, they can approve on these to make sure it's okay. Um, for example, uh, when we try to inventory plan for our clients, you'll want to keep at least a 30 to 45 day stock on hand. And while 75 days uh, stock on hand is a goal, um, if you can bump it up to 90 because of all these capacity constraints, that's probably the best way to go. Right. So we've pivoted a little bit internally because of course our strategy previously was, okay, let's aim for this 60 to 90 days of supply across the board. But now we're looking at it more on an item level basis of, okay, which items do we anticipate a strong lift um, for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? And then of course, implementing a higher inventory multiplier on those items because there's going to be a lot more risk of running out of stock of those items on your account and on your top line sales overall than if you're running out of a second or third tier item that you could offer operate on FBM too. Of course, the conversion rates are going to differ a little bit and they're probably going to decrease on FBM versus FBA, especially during the holiday. Um, but again, that's your second or third tier item. It's not a top item or a hero item driving the top 80% of the sales for you. So Laurie has been great in just making sure to maximize those limits and also looking at this on an item level as well. Um, and then the last um, or second to last pointer we have here is having an inventory minded marketing and advertising approach through the holidays. So Larnie, did you want to speak on that a little bit? Yeah, exactly. So going into the holidays, you'll want to make sure you're working with your marketing and advertising teams to make sure you have a strategic game plan going into this holiday season. So what we'll try to do is look at historical data and trends, if they are any, um, and aligning with your marketing and advertising teams with inventory that will serve not only profitability, but scalability going into the new year. So working with us, working with your inventory team will provide any of the stock at risk reports, your slow sellers, if there are any, any liquidations and overstocks that you can hopefully mitigate during the holiday season with coupons or advertising and things of that sort. Awesome. Yep. Well put. And everybody knows that at Vendo, we like to see ourselves as a different departments of specialists. So Larnie, as you can tell, is the inventory guru here, but we also have a dedicated marketing team, a dedicated advertising team, 
account management, channel control. So within each of these departments, we have specialists or experts in each of those. So you're not only working with one person at Vendo, you're working with a collection of a team of 10 people, really. Um, so that's why we make sure that from a marketing and advertising inventory account management perspective, we're all buttoned up and aligned on the same mission so that we can continue to accelerate our brand sales during holiday as well. And then learning, of course, one metric that is always brought up time and time again are IPI scores. So can you just talk about the influence of IPI scores, how we can improve those, and really what the importance is, is of IPI scores in the holiday season? Yes. So IPI score, um, it's an inventory performance index score that's found in your Amazon dashboard. And because we won't see any limitations lifted until the new year, um, it's important to review it weekly to handle any of the following factors. So that's removing any excess inventory. Um, so in that sense, you'd create promotions um, and then also um, to sell through inventory, which is the second factor of your IPI score. Um, you can increase your sell through rate by keeping only your best sellers and your top earners. Um, also another factor is your stranded inventory. Do you have stranded inventory um, to fix and review? So you'd have you'd want to handle that on a weekly basis as well. Um, and then also, what's your in-stock inventory level? Does it coincide with your sales and volume? So once you um, analyze and review that, um, you'll be able to increase your and improve your IPI score um, weekly, if anything. So. Even though it is updated um, periodically, it Amazon updates it three months and adjusts your storage limits based on your sales volume and seasonal volume from prior data. So within the last year. Definitely great points there, Larnie. I think what stood out to me, stranded inventory and slow movers. Those are obviously taking up room in your account, allowing restricting the amount you can send in of some of your top sellers. So having a game plan before of how you're going to move through that inventory ahead of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, kind of accelerate the algorithm so that way it opens up space for some of those um, top sellers to come in and be ordered at higher velocities. Definitely a great plan there, all tying back to the IPI score. And then lastly, just a few additional tips um, from the account management side. If you do have a SAS core rep, um, you should definitely reach out to them. We've had success doing that in recent weeks of just asking them um, for restock limit increases. There's a form that you have to fill out, just a business justification of why um, your account should have that I, that increase in their restock limits. And of course, just speaking to your forecast for Q4, um, the increase in velocities that you're already seeing, the updated projections and the demand that you'll probably see for the category as a whole, historical data of what you did last year during the time and the growth that you're anticipating um, for some of those items. Maybe you have new product launches that are specific to the holiday season, and then any increases in your marketing and advertising spend um, that you've already allotted to support the holiday season. These are all things that you'll want to make sure to put in that case um, for your SAS core rep because that's all going to help you get an increase to your restock limits and be able to send in these top sellers and really crush it for the Q4 season. And if you don't have a SAS core rep, you can just um, submit a ticket to Amazon. Obviously, a lot of brands are probably doing this right now. So you may be successful, but it may take a few tries as well to increase those limits. But providing that business justification of why um, backed by that hard data is going to be what leads you to the most success there. So just a review of the five tips that our uh, very amazing Larney had walked through. One, be ready to ship smaller parcel or smaller quantities of shipments more frequently. Avoid any LTL shipments using Amazon's partnered carriers if you can. Number two, list your top sellers both as FBA and FBM. Number three, uh, make sure that you're calculating your minimum and maximum restocking, restocking limits. Number four, have an inventory-minded marketing and advertising approach through the holidays. And number five, work on improving your IPI score to increase those storage limits. So, Larnie, those were five amazing tips. If you had just one, um, one pointer for our audience here as far as managing inventory throughout the holiday season, what would you say is the most important? 
Gosh, I would say listing your top sellers is both FBA and FBM. I think um, running out of stock would be the um, most dangerous thing to happen during the holiday season. So as long as we set up FBM, we should push through um, with some great sales throughout this holiday season. Awesome. You heard it here first, people. List your products, both FBA and FBM. Um, but if you loved this content and you want Larnie back on the podcast since, you know, five years, one time, that's not enough. We need to get Larnie back on here frequently, especially for these bigger seasons, since inventory is the biggest point on Amazon. If you don't have products to sell, then you can't increase your sales. So Larnie leads that charge for us. Um, but please like and comment on this podcast and we'll make sure to bring Larnie back to you guys again soon. Thanks everyone for watching.